Welcome to another episode of Minding My Own Jamaican Business. How are you doing this week? How is everything going? I hope you're doing well. I'm glad you have tuned in again to listen to me. Um, <laughs> how is my week going? Well, I am currently looking through my window as a blizzard passes through where I live. I am in Winnipeg. Um, and we've had kind of a, a lockdown in the sense that we have a whiteout with the blizzard. So roads are closed, schools are closed, you know, and so I opened my mic <laughs> so I could talk to my therapist. I want to talk about something today that is commonplace in Jamaican culture, but oh so wrong commonplace but it's terribly 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 wrong and that is sadly and unfortunately rape culture yes I know I know I know you're taken aback by hearing that yeah it's 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 one of the things that well-thinking, well-meaning Jamaicans are ashamed of. Um, it's pervasive, it's sickening, it's insipid. And so I want to just kind of peel the scab off and talk about it. Um, talk about the factors and, uh, you know, everything that leads up to this terrible, horrible shame and unfortunate skeleton in the Jamaican closet. Very recently, Diana King, um, Jamaican, now American artist, spoke out about rape culture. Uh, if you don't know Diana King therapist, do a quick Google. She had some she had some breakout hits in the nineties. Um one that I know almost word for word is Shy Guy that she did for the Bad Boy soundtrack. Um awesome singer, awesome Jamaican. She recently spoke out about rape culture. No Diana King has had a very hard road um, being a gay person in Jamaica. And I, I'm just going to do a little sidebar to talk about that. Being gay in Jamaica is like pushing a rock up a hill. It is not welcomed. It is actually against the law. We actually still have a law in our law books. And a lot of our laws in Jamaica are antiquated for want of a better word in the law books it is still against the law um buggery is the term used in the law book so it's against the law to um bugger someone so being gay in jamaica is it's difficult um i find that 
the lesbians have an easier time of it. Um, if, if you can call that an easy time. But the men, the homosexuals, uh, the queers, because queer, queer is, has been a, is a reclaimed word and I can now say it. They have a harder time. Um, they have situations where they may have to leave their community. People find out that they're gay. They have situations where they have to um, kind of live together and try to protect each other. There are some Jamaican gays though who are well-known, who are popular, who are, dare I even say, liked and loved. And so it's kind of hard to gauge the situation, the homophobic situation in Jamaica right now because there are some gays who are liked and loved and called anti. And then there are some who are, you know, living in less than decent conditions. The best way I can put it. Some are living in deplorable conditions. Um, one would say maybe those who do not want to work or who do not want to live the average life like the male sex worker in Jamaica. There was a documentary done um, a couple of years ago. They, they live in, in, in what we call a gully because they, they're kind of living a really alternative lifestyle. But I know gays who get up every day, they have their job, they go to work, they um, sustain themselves, they are members of the community, active members of the community, um, pillars of the community, if you even want to say that, and and they do well. So it, I think, as in everything in Jamaica, there are two Jamaicas, there are two different shades of gay, okay? There's the gay, productive member of the community, working hard, um, living their alternative lifestyle, but living it well. And then there's the other shade of gay where they're not doing so well. They're living in a gully. They don't want um, a, a job. They want to rob people. It's, it, I'll just say there are two different shades of gay. A lot of times, though, for lesbians, because we're talking about rape culture, for lesbians, if men in the community realize that a young lady is interested in women, they will try to quote-unquote fix her through gang rape. I'm going to let that sit just a little bit so you can think about it, um, therapist. It's, this, there has been more than one incident of women being gang raped because they have expressed an interest in other women. They have come out and said, well, you know, I don't like men, I like women. And so the men in their lives try to, quote-unquote, fix them by raping them straight. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand the logic, but yes. And this is what happened to Diana King you know she said over 20 men and boys raped her at the tender age of 14 
to quote unquote set her straight you know and and sadly for shame she's not the only victim of this situation in my community where I grew up if a young lady was beautiful sweet focused on her education focused on being a quality productive young lady if she wasn't giving the boys on the corner any kind of notice attention or play then they would fix that they would fix that through gang rape and gang rape when I was growing up was called battery And a lot of times you would hear she acted as if she was better than us. And so we showed her who she really was. And many victims of battery or gang rape would end up with psychological problems, would end up, you know, a shadow of their former selves. So this is not just a case where, okay, um, lesbians are being attacked and, and raped straight. It's also a case of how dare you try to elevate yourself? How dare you try to be better than the community you grew up in? We are going to show you that you're just one of us. And therapists, I've, I've heard of many cases of battery taking place. Girl is pretty, the girl is not paying anybody in the community any mind. The girl has her goals. Girl may have her boyfriend in another community. The girl just does not want to give these corner boys. Because that's what they are at the end of the day. They're not men. They're boys. They don't want to give these corner boys any attention. These people who get up and they just sit on the corner every day looking at what's going on. They don't want to give these corner boys any attention. And so they're raped into submission. Therapists, it's, it's been a long and shameful history in Jamaica. It's, it, there have been so many victims, too many to name at this point. Rape culture is pervasive and, and very real in Jamaica. There's also been a very recent case of a convicted rapist. And I, I, I have spoken about this almost ad nauseum on my Facebook page. Um, this man was a convicted rapist. He was convicted in another parish and sent to a different parish during his bail period. And, I question whether or not he should have even been given bail seeing the the heinous nature of the crime because he raped a woman at gunpoint and was basically just given a pat on the head and said okay go on over to another parish where nobody knows you and spend your time and wait for your trial what does he do in that other parish therapist He proceeds 
on October 14th to kidnap a nine-year-old girl at knife point, take her out into the bushes. The child is then raped. Child is found two days later in an old abandoned car. People in the community are happy that the child is found alive before they can even breathe a sigh of relief because they found a nine-year-old child. He proceeds to abduct a 13-year-old girl. And so the people who just left the manhunt for the nine-year-old girl have to go on another manhunt for this 13-year-old girl. Thankfully, that child is also found alive in a tent in the woods. This man, <laughs> I don't know who, who I should, I don't know who to, who, who should be blamed for this. I want to blame the judicial system because he raped a woman at gunpoint in the community he grew up in. Okay. And then you're going to give him bail and send him to a completely other community where nobody knows him. Nobody knows why he's there. And you open the door for him to terrorize other people. And two young children have been traumatized as a result of this failure in the system. Right? So not only does he rape these two, two children, he remains at large therapist for months. For months, the people in their fear, in their, in their terror, start their own manhunt for this man and end up killing another man. An innocent man was killed by a mob in a case of mistaken identity because they're looking for this guy. They're looking for this rapist at large and they end up killing an innocent man. Guess what happens now, therapist? I mean, <laughs> sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. He reemerges in his community, community that he's from. A woman is attacked. The woman fights him off. She fights him as much as she can fight him. He throws her over a precipice. Therapist, I'm not making this up. This, this, this is factual stuff throws the woman over a precipice. Thankfully, she survives and is able to climb back up to the road. A lot of winding, curving roads in the rural parishes of Jamaica. She's able to climb back up to the road therapist and then tell someone that she has seen the rapist at large. That the rapist at large tried to rape her. She fought him off and ended up being pushed or thrown over the precipice. 
the entire community now is aware that he has left the community where he molested the two children and he's now back in their community and people are scared. Here's a kicker therapist. His mother, sister, father and brothers are in the community. How could he survive in the bushes without food, without help, without sustenance? So people started to call for the family to be arrested because you know your son, your brother, has raped two children, has attacked several women, and you continue to shield him in his wrongdoing. And this is the very pervasiveness of rape culture. They know what he has done. They know what he has done. But this is the statement the mother made. At least he didn't kill them. Therapist, uh, I got to tell you, my blood boiled when I heard that statement. At least he didn't kill them. He has damaged these children. They will never be the same again. They will never be the same again. This nine-year-old child was playing with dolls on her veranda. You think she'll ever play with dolls again, therapist? I don't think so. Her little mind has been... Has been this disrupted her her childhood has been disrupted by this awful disgusting insipid perpetrator and the statement made by his parents were at least he didn't kill them is that like yeah he just raped them all right how many women have been raped and me and survived all right you know like nothing is wrong with what he did He goes on to a college campus next therapist. Oh my gosh. Kidnaps a student. Gunpoint. Takes her out into the bush. Rapes her. Her roommate and classmates and college mates start to look for her because they find her cell phone and other belongings just thrown down on the campus. And if you know anything, therapist, you know young people do not leave their phone. Wherever they're going, that phone goes with them. Therapists, they find her in the bushes, naked, bloodied, traumatized. It, it, it becomes a whole the spotlight now is thrown on this college because the whole question of campus security and, and how did this man get onto this campus to take this girl to do what he did therapist the most insensitive comment was made by one of the campus security guards who I hope no longer has a job this morning he actually said therapist he only raped her that's what he said he only raped her what is only rape I don't understand that statement therapist if you understand i mean i don't what is only rape 
Is it not a crime to take something that was not given to you? What is only rape? And that just shows how very commonplace rape is in the Jamaican culture. That a security guard on the campus could say it's only rape. So needless to say, the female students had something to say about this only rape um, statement. The females, the teachers, faculty, everybody got out and protested. They, they had their, pla their placards up. They, 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 they were the soundbite on the news. You know, what's only rape? What is only rape? This girl went to school for an education. She didn't go to school to be traumatized, to, to be found in the bushes, blooded and beaten and robbed of her dignity. She didn't go to school for that. So what is only rape? You know? And when the spotlight was, you know, blaring at the school, they decided to put in measures, other security measures, to protect all students, all faculty, because it could have gone another way as well. It could have gone that, you know, the young lady was raped and murdered and other people were also murdered on campus because you cannot have a school without proper security, you know? But when I heard it's only rape, I thought, they don't hear themselves they don't recognize that it should not be happening in the first place. That this idea of taking something from someone who's, who has not given it to you is not okay. Therapists, the police, quote-unquote, intensified their search. And he's finally caught on March 20th. So from October 14th, to March 20th, this rapist terrorized two different Jamaican communities. There may be other victims out there that we haven't found yet or who have not spoken up. There may be other victims out there from October 14th to March 20th, a rapist was at large in two different Jamaican communities. And we have comments like, oh, he only raped them. He didn't kill them. So it's almost like, eh, you know, eh. You know, the only time rape is taken seriously in Jamaica therapy, so I'm going to be very honest with you, is when it happens to a man. When a man is raped, oh, it's serious. Oh, the, the moral fabric of our society is torn to shreds when a man is raped because, you know, he's not, that's not supposed to happen to a man. It's not supposed to happen to a woman either, therapist. It's not supposed to happen to anyone. But so pervasive is rape culture that we only pay attention when it happens to males. When boy children are, are, are raped or when men are held down, that is when, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, what's happening to Jamaica? The same thing that has been happening for years. When you can 
quote-unquote battery or gang rape a young lady in the community because she didn't say hello to the corner boys. That's when the fabric of our society was torn. Not when a man was raped at one in the morning. And it did happen. I, 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 the same, remember I was telling you about the different shades of gay? Well, there's a gay gang. Right? If you are caught anywhere in Kingston in the wee hours of the morning and you are alone, that's a problem. So very recently, a young man leaving one of these call center um, jobs. The call center provided a bus for their workers, but he felt that he would get home faster if he just um, chartered a taxi. So he was walking out to half a tree, and half a tree is one of our city centers, to get himself a taxi. When a van <laughs> pulls up beside him. I'm not laughing, therapist. It's just that when I read the story, it was just so incredulous. I said, what? A van pulls up beside him. Occupants of that van, he said, were gay men and gay women. I mean, it could be, it could, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't believe him. I'm just saying, I'm just repeating the story that I heard. I read, rather, in one of Jamaica's um, newspapers. They then take him to an open lot. And believe me, there are a lot of those um, hanging around Kingston. I would often, just, just a sidebar, I would often see an open lot in a prime location, you know. And I would say, Lord, if I had money, I would buy this piece of land and I would develop it. You know, I would do some kind of development on this land because there are open lots almost everywhere in Kingston, prime, prime locations. You know, um, Kingston is really in need of some development, right? So they took him to one of these many open, undeveloped open lots. They had him disrobe a therapist. They then had him... They then robbed him of all of his belongings, cell phone, everything that he had on him that had any value. They took it. And then therapist, to his dismay, chagrin, disdain, horror, they took out lube. Therapist, I, I stopped reading at this point because I was like, hold the phone. They robbed him and then lubed themselves up and proceeded therapist to rape him. He also, they took turns, he said, raping him, and then they, then they video, they made videos of the rape. And they left him naked and bleeding in the open lot. They drove off. Therapist. When I read that, the first thing I thought of was the trauma that he is going through at this time, a, a 35-year-old man. Um, the trauma that he's going through at this time. And I thought to myself, and we don't have enough 
counseling centers to deal with the magnitude of what's really going on in the country right now. We have one rape center, one only one rape center, and so many women don't go because they fear they will not will they will not be believed. They fear that their story is not valid. They fear that nobody really cares. So I can just imagine what this man is going through. Who is he going to talk to about this? I'm really happy he had the guts to tell the reporter. I, I'm really happy the story was published and maybe it will get the men talking, you know, about rape culture in Jamaica. There was a case some years ago where a young lady who had been raped, <clears throat> who had reported it and who had seen the case through to the courts was traumatized all over again when she had to testify in court and how she was handled and addressed in the courtroom you know drew the ire of so many Jamaicans because she was mistreated and mishandled in the courtroom talking about what happened to her we have a real problem in Jamaica with people taking what's not given to them. You know, we have a real problem. No one is safe. You think going about your business, holding your head high, not getting entangled for want of a better word, the corner boys would keep you safe from them no it doesn't it makes you a target how dare she pass us and not give us our greeting you know you think being on a college campus you'd be safe because you paid your tuition and you're you're you know you're a student and you live on the dorms and you're expecting a certain level of security then that happens to you and someone says oh well, it's only rape. You think that leaving work, trying to get home, you wouldn't be pulled over and assaulted by a gang. Then it happens. So we have a real problem with rape culture. I stand with Diana King when she says end rape culture because it's very pervasive. As a young child, I knew what battery meant because you're warned and you're told that men in your community will do this to you for holding your head up high, you know. So you're told to always say hello. Always say hello to these low lives, you know. Always act pseudo-friendly to these low lives because if you don't, Chances are you'll be gang raped. You know? So, yeah, therapist, I had, to, I had to talk about it. I had to share that with you. And I thank you, as usual, for listening. This has been another episode of Minding My Own Jamaican Business. Uh, the blog is up. Remember, you can read from me and listen to me and talk to me through the blog if you'd like to. There is a section where you can leave me a message as usual therapist thank you 
always for listening. See you soon.